Landmark Group are a Dubai conglomerate and homegrown success story. Their retail brands are synonymous across the region, and they recently announced the launch of a huge new warehouse and distribution facility in Jebel Ali Free Zone. We sat down with Mehin Shah, the Chief Supply Chain Officer of the Landmark Group's retail division, to discuss what this means for the company and the wider industry. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Love and Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love and Dubai, Love and Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Welcome to Dubai Works. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. It's great to chat and be back in the Landmark Group's office. Thank you for having me here. Uh, so this is the retail division and you're the chief supply chain officer. What does that involve? So, um, you know, as a landmark group, we are actually one of the largest non-food retailers in the region in the sense that we actually move goods of the largest volume and value. And as a part of that, we probably run the largest captive logistics supply chain teams yeah. in the region. What that means is <clears throat> um, almost uh, for all the brands of Landmark, whether it is, say, Centerpoint, Home Center, uh, Max, all the Centerpoint brands of Splash, Baby Shop, etc., the logistics is centrally run. Right from once the goods are ready, from wherever in the world to be sourced to the customer's bag, movement of all the goods is what is handled by the supply chain team. Yeah. And so that is what I basically lead at Landmark. And at Landmark, as I said, we run one of the largest captive fleets of almost 8 million square feet of warehousing space, 7,000 people in warehouses all across. Um, Where almost are these located? Um, all across the GCC, mm. all across the GCC, uh, with the largest teams probably in the UAE and Saudi Arabia, but with presence in every country. So um, in a nutshell, supply chain and logistics when it comes to retail touches many parts. It's, it's related to the ordering process from a consumer point of view, the production, the manufacturing, the garments, the, that part, and then also the distribution and the transport of goods. Yeah, a lot goes behind getting the right product in the right place at the right time in front of the customer or in the customer's home if it's e-commerce or in the customer's bag if it's to the store. A lot goes into it. Uh, besides selecting the product, buying the product, the movement of it, the logistics of it is what is taken care of centrally by the supply chain team in Landmark. This, yeah. sort of, this sort of logistics operation is in hot demand at the moment from an e-commerce point of view. Um, to reach a consumer in a fast speed is really uh, important. Um, that must be very valuable for Landmark to have that, uh, you know, to have the owned uh, warehouses and the, and the distributors and the partners. It is indeed. And actually a you know, big difference in the region between a lot of other retail brands and us is Landmark, we have created our own retail brands. These are not just international brands that have come into the region. We've created our own retail brands and we control the supply chain end to end. And that gives us a lot more ability to kind of move the goods the way we want. Mm. And you're absolutely right that in today's world, I mean, supply chain was always the backbone and network of retail. But in today's world, in today's e-commerce dominant or increasingly important e-commerce world, that is a great advantage to have. To give you an example, we just finished the White Wednesday event, which everybody was having in November. There was a big sale on e-commerce on the, by, by almost everyone in the market. 
and our, uh, we call our event as White Wednesday across all of our brands. Is that similar and to the White Friday or is it Exactly. Yeah, it's a landmark right. one. It's yeah. a landmark, landmark event was called White Wednesday. Nice. Uh, we did record e-commerce sales, uh, you know, double-digit, triple-digit growth over previous years. Excellent. Huge volumes in a short span of time. And because we run our own logistics and supply chain, we were so ready that despite of the huge volumes, we were one of the only retailers who were still offering up 48-hour delivery promise in UAE. Mm. Right? That you order huge number of orders that flew in during the White Wednesday period, and yet we were delivering it within 48 hours to the customer. Amazing. That makes a huge difference. So Landmark Group in general is a UAE business success story. Have you been involved in it for what's? How have you seen it evolve? So. I joined Landmark about six years ago, um, and at that time, already a lot of transition into new ways of working, including this automated DC recently that we've just launched and all had were already on the cards. Uh, before that, I was in consulting in the region for about six, seven years, so was already very familiar with the uh, you know entire region. Had done a lot of projects with very large projects which actually had mean, had meaningfully shaped the region, mm. whether it's in UAE or in Saudi Arabia or in other countries. And then I joined Landmark and I was new to retail in a way. And that was exciting to learn because retail is indeed a very, very exciting industry. But I joined as the head of audit, which allowed me to kind of go across the company uh, through the you know, uh, uh, yeah. complete breadth and width view. to yeah. understand the full view of how the organization worked and what can we really add. And my consulting experience in the past, uh, I was with McKinsey. Those kind of things also helped a lot because you're continuously looking for how do you really improve the process to serve the customer better? Efficiencies and looking at the overall systems. Absolutely. And, yeah. and then three, three and a half years back. And, <laughs> yeah. and at that time, we, the landmark had just taken the decision to put an automated DC, which we just went live with. Which what the, is DC? Uh, the distribution center, sorry. Is I, this the new initiative that that's you built? The, yeah, so we've just now in uh, last month launched, uh, inaugurated actually, the fully automated distribution center in Jebel Ali Free Zone, which is not, not only kind of the largest investment by the Landmark Group, but also the largest investment by anyone in logistics, and probably one of the largest automated warehouses under one roof in the world. What sort of investment are we talking about? A billion dirhams plus. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that decision to invest this billion dirhams that would radically change the way that we handle our entire logistics and supply chain was just made. And so at that time, I was given the opportunity of moving from audit to supply chain to say, now, you know, do the changes required to make this project successful. Now it. It was not just about building this automated warehouse. It was also a lot about how do you do all the changes around it? Because putting a big automated warehouse in the middle of your system means that you're basically changing the way your supplier packs, the way you buy goods, the way you distribute goods, the way you move goods, the way containers are packed, the way your movements happen across different geographies and everything changes. Yeah. And so, uh, a large part of the time was actually into how do we redefine our new ways of working and get ready for this futuristic distribution center, which is then going to be make us future ready. Incredible. So, so how has Dubai initiated? How, how have you chosen and grown with Dubai and decided to do this investment given how, given how the company has grown into different markets? Uh, why Dubai and why Jafsa? So, 
our headquarters has always been dubai and i think it's a phenomenal place to be honest to really grow the business the the whole business friendly environment in the region that has been created is very conducive to grow businesses mm. right and so it was a very easy decision for us to make i mean i'm saying it was easy on but in hindsight at that time there was a lot of deliberation but there was it was it you know it was easy to swing the decision to say that yes we should do it in jabza for the following reason number one we had been operating in jabza for quite some time and so we had already a good strategic partnership going with the jabalali free zone mm. number two more importantly the whole uh, you know collaborative system that dubai has put in place which actually makes it business friendly for example you have dubai trade which is a part of dp world and a part of jabza which coordinates with all the authorities so if a big business like us wants to do some change or innovation then you can actually get into a common meeting with customs dubai municipality the ports the uh, uh, you know jabza free zone authorities and all on the table and say how do we make this happen and you the, the reciprocation of okay we'll do a pilot we'll do a poc and we'll support you to make this change is just phenomenal hmm. and so it was very clear to us that the kind of business support that all of these authorities come together and bring to us as a business to make this place business friendly was phenomenal and that's why we were a big fan of the region and the jabza and hence we said if we have to do such a big investment which practically changed a lot of processes not only for us even for them even for you know uh, i must say that for a large project like this you have to actually so <clears throat> to give you an example we were originally doing all our distribution of our goods ready to store from outside of the free zone now with this automated dc our daily deliveries go to the store to our 350 stores in the uae daily from the free zone okay. which means that we actually had to do a lot of process changes to make sure how does this clear customs border and gates very fast so that every day this trucks can go and be in time before the mall opening hours so that the goods are already merchandised and ready in the mall wow. now that uh, you know collaboration between customs javza Uh, and all the authorities and all was very easily possible because we were in jamsa okay. and very easily doable in, before we were, and that's why those were the kind of decision making criteria of why dubai why jamsa this is a business friendly place and really helps you grow your business beautifully and you know you, this is a significant investment in a time where you know retail consumption and consumer behavior around shopping is ever evolving what makes you confident that you've chosen the right strategy and that this is the right time to make a bold bet on retail. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> we are retailers. We've always been in retail and uh, you know retail the face of retail might keep changing of how we serve our customers. Retail itself is never going to go away. Hmm. And so the customers will want the goods that they want. What was important for us was you know 4 or 5 years back when we were thinking about this DC we realized that the pace at which retail is growing if we had to continuously grow at that pace and keep investing we would need if we have today say uh, at that time if we had 5 4 5 6 000 people in the warehouses we would need 5 7 10 000 people in the warehouses to keep mm. happening and to sustainably keep growing became more and more difficult that how you you can't just keep adding more and more space and more and more people and make it very manual process for very large volumes and hence we decided to go for this automated dc because now at whatever pace we grow this dc actually is scalable and allows us to give that efficiency that without 
you know adding a huge amount of infrastructure more to this we will be able to service large volumes to give you an example when we got into this dc few years back we did not know that e-commerce will grow at what pace when mm. but now that we have the automated dc we are now ready that if e-commerce also grows a lot faster or slower whichever way it goes we will be ready to serve the customer at lightning speed you ready for that and we are ready for that and so we are launching actually our e-commerce deliveries to happen from this automated dc from february onwards and so in a sense the way i like to look at it is not about uh, am i now ready for the dc and is the dc ready for me it's more about is this dc large and flexible enough so that we are future ready because we don't know what challenges the future might hold but are we going to be able to flexibly change and service our customers the way we want that idea is what we put this large investment interesting and the brands that you mentioned under landmark group actually touch different types of customer in dubai whether it's for the home whether it's for family or whether it's for fashion how do you how do you make does that come into consideration with logistics planning oh absolutely see if you are if you've been living in the middle east in uae or any part of gcc then all of our brands will be household names for you mm. you know you can't be living in the region and not having bought from max center point home center and a lot of people that i meet when i tell them landmark they might may or may not realize but when they say, when i say home center they say ah my furniture comes from home center that's mm. the first store i went to we are probably also one of the largest home installation fleets you know every day we enter 1500 plus homes wow. to fix home center and home box furniture yeah and sometimes that is 2000 homes a day so we enter 1000 in the region i'm saying and that way that means you are actually a household brand you touch a lot of people's lives and the experience that you get about how the home center crew entered your house and fixed your furniture then leaves your memory about you know what was the experience like and that's why logistics and same way as e-commerce if you ordered something from splash or a max we actually give today in most parts of uae even a 24 hour delivery promise yeah and so how well was that delivery handled for you how well was the furniture installation handled for you leaves a lasting memory for the brand for you and that's how the logistics becomes a very very critical and integral part of the brand experience because it's and and uh, as well as having it yourself do you ever see logistics especially this type of speed last mile being a standalone business would you ever offer it to other entities and could it break out that way It's funny that you should ask I don't know whether you were already knew about it and hence you're asking about but uh, with the automated DC launch we now have even more capacity we were already the largest captive fleet and so this large capacity was created with the idea that we will also now open up our captive our know-how and capabilities and infrastructure which we were only using captive for even others to use so mm. we've launched a 3pl logistics company a third party logistics company um so that anybody else who wants to use an automated distribution center or warehousing facility or our distribution reach and all are more than welcome to kind of come to us and use it and it doesn't have to be only retailers even say electronics white goods other product layers can actually benefit from this because <clears throat> uh, as i mentioned earlier we are the largest mover of goods in terms of non food retail and so we really understand how do you get the goods from anywhere in the world to your retail stores in the malls mm. very very well and anybody who wants to use these services uh, we call that company 
we used, we call our automated dc project code name was mega dc this is what we still call it and so we've now named the 3pl company as omega nice uh, logistics yeah and so we say that you know uh, we've made the investments so that you don't have to yeah in okay. logistics marketing as well as logistics i like yeah. a, you touched on 2020 with e-commerce there's obviously the expo coming up uh what what are the plans around there and can i also ask about logistics in the future in terms of you know we see robots in these warehouses and doing a lot of that work and and blockchain how how much of that is already starting and what does the future hold yeah Uh, <clears throat> so let me a little bit talk about the technology first, and then uh, we'll uh, talk a little about twenty twenty. Um, technologically, <clears throat> we've been very fast. I mean, people don't realize this sometimes. So we've been very fast in adapting new technologies, which benefit the business. Like for example, for blockchain, we are one of the only retailers, not only retailers. We are the only one business organization in the region. and probably even globally which has done a full end to end transaction already we've done a pilot end to end where the physical and the blockchain transactional movement was simultaneous in the sense that the entire movement from supplier to port to shipping carriers to banks documents customs and all was done using a blockchain technology uh, so we've piloted it uh, it was successful a proprietary tech or have you partnered it is a collaborative tech Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> with the likes of some banks, uh, uh, with the likes of you know Microsoft platform mm. bankers like HSBC partners who are with us, um, using Jobs and DB World and Customs as also our collaborative partners, we've done the trial transaction in blockchain. Similarly, for this automated warehouse, it's interesting to talk some of the technologies about the automated warehouse. So the automated warehouse is equipped with three main technologies. One is the goods to person system which is kind of a robotic shuttle system originally in my warehouses a typical person would walk about 5 to 6 kilometers a day in the warehouse trying to pick the goods that he has to send to the store yeah. now in this automated warehouse the robotic shuttles do all the movement so the person is just standing there so it's a goods to person not a person to goods yeah. and he just stands there and the system tells him pick five items from this box and put it into this box for the store and he just follows those instruction as a result he used to spend 80 90% walking and 10 20% picking those items now he's spending 100% of the time picking those items his okay. productivity is up by 5 to 8 times okay right using these robotic shuttles in the he might need to exercise more but that's okay yeah he will need to he will definitely need to exercise a lot more so i'm just telling them you know don't grow your fat now anymore now that you're only standing in one place but it's still physical labor it's still not yeah, yeah. you don't really walk too much but you st- still physical labor to yeah. some extent um same way we have a pallet in pallet out completely automated system which is <clears throat> uh, once you put the pallet in the system it takes care of the whole a pallet is something which has about say 15 20 30 cartons and so once you put the pallet in the system it takes care of the where to store the pallet and all is taken care of the system okay. so we didn't so we've created this highway warehouse which is the highest warehouse in the region 44 meters high okay. which is completely automated pallet handling system now because it's automated humans don't need to enter it and so what we've done in the innovation as an innovation there is that instead of using fire uh, fighting technologies like sprinkler systems we use fire prevention technology called oxyreduct we've just taken the oxygen out of that warehouse out means we've reduced it from say 20% to 13% mm. at that oxygen level you can't light a fire even if you light a matchstick or a uh, spark it won't light which means that you you know you just can't have a fire that you have to then fight against 
Uh, now this is possible because the whole warehouse is automated and no humans need to enter. Mm. Third automation that we've used here is a garment on hanger, which is completely, uh, you know, garments are on hanger and they are completely handled by a system on conveyors where they even sort it in the exact order that you have to display it in the store. Mm. So if a certain set of products needs to be displayed in the store, uh, let's say one of our uh, fashion stores like uh, Baby Shop, Max or Splash, then these garments will exactly go in the order so that the store person just has to pick up this, the whole rail and put it on the shelf. And it significantly reduces all the amount of physical labor that you need to do in the whole logistics chain. Okay. So these are just some examples of you know, technologies that we are already deploying. Um, apart from this, wow. there's a lot of intelligent thinking happening in the background in terms of what kind of algorithms do we use so that we understand our demand patterns better and our right product lands up in the right store or right customer's hand. Mm. Um, and there's a massive amount of work being done in that area. What, how do we use these algorithms the best? So these are very, very exciting times yeah. for technology because all of this is not for the fancy engineering, but all of this is more for how do you serve the customer better and more efficiently with speed and low cost? Wow. And it really allows us to do that yeah. much better. It's very interesting. Um, I think, you know, we were going to talk about Expo 2020, but it's as if you've already got a solution that matches the kind of ambition about the future of retail that will, yeah. Exactly. That's why I said, let me talk about the technology first, because that's also close to the theme that Expo 2020 is running, mm. uh, you know, uh, in, in Dubai. Um, I think everybody is very excited about the expo. Some of our brands are also official merchandise partners mm. uh, and suppliers to the expo. So we are very, very kind of excited about that very important partnership. Uh, we've also been on and off in discussions about how can, as I mentioned, that we are now ready to even serve third party logistics. How can we help some of the people in, involved in the expo in the logistics area? Mm. Because there'll be a huge amount of movement of goods in and out and people will need third-party logistics and temporary warehousing space or movement services etc and how can we actually get involved in that and make sure that you know we help either the expo or the people participating in the expo to yeah. do their logistics a lot better interesting yeah. fascinating space to watch but clearly yes. landmark group are well positioned for the future retail. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mahin. Thanks for joining us on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Dubai Works. There's more on this episode on loveindubai.com and also please do follow our other podcasts, The Love and Daily Live and The Love and Show.